Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Daniel Alphon. Daniel, you are a LinkedIn specialist. You are found on the web at danielalphon.com. Daniel, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Josh. I'm glad to be part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Yeah, please do give us an overview of your work and how you engage with your clients. With pleasure. I joined LinkedIn early in 2004, and when I was looking for a playbook, I couldn't find anything. So I had to write my own rules and... I morphed into a LinkedIn specialist by helping friends and then seeing those friends becoming entrepreneurs and asking me to train their sales force. At one point, I published a book about it. I decided to specialize the niche down only about LinkedIn, the world's largest LinkedIn platform, business platform, a billion users, and two seconds, two people signing up every second. Yeah. So where are most people really missing the boat when it comes to LinkedIn? Or, well, I'll, I'll start, I, first I'll ask you how they're missing the boat. My follow-up question, I'll just preview this, is how people are misusing LinkedIn. Wow. It's a, it's a great topic. Um, many people simply don't ask themselves about their objectives. In other words, if a business leader um, is to think about their next position, then they would understand how they want to use LinkedIn in terms of networking and finding jobs and, and things like that. But the minute they start their own business or do something else, they completely, there's a mismatch between their, the, 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 their answer to the question, how can I help you, to the way they use LinkedIn. If you want to grow your business, if you want to grow your, uh, your revenues, then LinkedIn should simply support that. And in, make, in many cases, Business leaders are treating it as a separate satellite. It doesn't have to be. It, sh it should support your own business. It should support your own real-life objectives. Yeah. And so what I see, uh, you know, some folks that, that talk about lead gen on LinkedIn, uh, and then basically what they're going to do is just kind of set up a a bot or a series of messages. It's just all about just sending out as many messages as you can. Is that what LinkedIn's about? No, and I wouldn't advise our listeners here to to do that, because they, they would get banned from from they wouldn't get much many leads. Yeah, there are a number of ways you could uh, leverage LinkedIn for lead generation. Some of them are based on content. So if you're producing high quality content, educational content that could resonate with your audience, LinkedIn is a great place to share that, both as posts or as articles or polls or LinkedIn videos or using groups. If you connect with 30K people, if you have a following of over 10,000 people, then you could also sh simply share posts. And if you connect with people you know well, you could ask for referrals. If you run a search and you see that there is a mutual connection you actually know, mm. you may reach out to that person outside of LinkedIn 
and ask them if they feel comfortable you making that that introduction and automation on LinkedIn I know you had a great episode on on the thoughtful entrepreneur with uh, Stefan Smolders a while back uh, what we agree on is the importance of LinkedIn but the tactics are completely different um, what I what I specialized in is organic LinkedIn yeah yeah I'm a big fan of that uh, so when we're thinking about content, Um, what types of content should we be sharing if our goal is to increase, let's say it's an agency owner or a consultant, uh, and they want to be able to attract in their dream ideal customer through content being one of their strategies? What, how would they optimize that for the platform? Excellent. So that's a thoughtful question. And what I would say is this, define your ideal prospect and simply try to To ask yourself what questions are they struggling with that are not related to your agency okay there is a reason they want to leverage LinkedIn or leverage link social in general and if you manage to provide them with high quality content that educates them about their choices it could be about marketing automation it could be about building their website it could be about lead generation in a number of ways your you thought leadership will increase and I think it's best to think about LinkedIn as a platform where the transaction does not happen on LinkedIn mm-hmm. the awareness can happen on LinkedIn and then they would go to your website and then they would convert or they would ask for a demo or they would jump on on a call try to highlight the content the educational content that will make them think of you as a trusted advisor and then you they'll visit your website and you don't have to sell they simply want to buy yeah and and what about someone who says well Daniel I I've tried producing content on LinkedIn and no one's seeing it so it seems like a big waste of money <laughs> cool so first of all I don't think our listeners uh, should um, produce content for the sake of LinkedIn what they could easily do Josh is simply, Analyze the content that they already have. Do a, a digital portfolio inventory and find content that is evergreen and educational. It could be videos, it could be articles. And then instead of sharing it on LinkedIn as a post, go to specialized group. Now, why is that? Because even if you have thousands of connections, you have to remember that contrary to maybe you and me, most leaders do not live on LinkedIn. They will yeah. visit LinkedIn occasionally, but it, there's a real-life trigger. Someone sent them an invitation, so they're going to check that person out and maybe, and maybe visit LinkedIn for a minute. But it's not open 24-7. And relying too heavily on your connection is counterproductive because in some cases, your ideal prospects mm. are not your connections. You may have worked with them in, in the past. They may have attended some course with you, but it's not necessarily your ideal prospect. connections so don't mm-hmm. try to push it down their throat yeah find other ways yeah. for, for for your prospect to discover you yeah so um in terms of using sales navigator or using DMs what do you like what would you say is you'd you'd advise for best practices uh, I decided I think a, a, a lot of people go there really early 
early and mm-hmm. it, it, it often feels a little inappropriate. <laughs> like, I don't know you. You don't know me. Why are you talking privately to me in a weird uh, kind of, uh, you know, where you can tell where it's going? And I think there's just unfortunately been so much of that that I, I kind of dread looking at my DMs because I don't like being sold at. You're absolutely right. No one does. And uh, I think that LinkedIn or social ha- has not changed the way we are wired. Okay, Our basic mm-hmm. psychology hasn't changed and we need to earn that trust. Maybe uh, I could rephrase the question and, and ask you some, some, maybe we could discuss something else. How are leaders, what separates, the, what separates the best leaders from other leaders in the way they use LinkedIn? Could that be something we could explore? Yeah. Right. Cool. And, and yeah, yeah, please, please tell me more. Okay. So let, let's let's uh, let me suggest three three things. One is that the best leaders act on LinkedIn and they oversee their execution. They plan and they stay on top of it. By executing, I mean onboarding. When they have a, a senior executive join their team, then ahead of their that that manager's first day. They provide him with information so that their LinkedIn profile will reflect the new employer the minute the announcement is out. Because you know that when I, when I Google Josh Elledge or any other business leader, your LinkedIn profile is going to be top of the list. Mm-hmm. For some of the business leaders, it would be the very first result. Even published authors, even people with a very strong uh, web presence their LinkedIn profile is going to be one of the very top results. And it doesn't matter if that uh, executive hasn't logged in for LinkedIn for two years or if they let their PA do it. And when when the announcement goes, then everyone will Google you or everyone will look for that person. And you don't want them to reflect the older employer. You want them to reflect Mm-hmm. You know, your, your brand. So simply provide them with the information ahead of time so they're able to reflect your own brand. And, and it's very time sensitive because 24 hours later, no one will do this. When yeah. the word is out, you want them to show your brand on top of uh, everything else. The, the, it's simply aligning your executive LinkedIn presence with the message you'd like them to, to show the world. And it also reflects on the way leaders plan. When a company rebrands, think Meta or Facebook or any other idea, are you able when your company acquires another company where there is some m activity, are you able to provide the company you acquired with the new banners and the new information that will make their LinkedIn presence shine? In many yeah. cases, it doesn't doesn't involve a lot of work because you've already spent the time, you've already created that, but you want to make them feel part of your organization and simply helping them understand how they could reflect that on LinkedIn will, will be a matter of minutes. Think of them and LinkedIn is just one tool that will help you onboard and make them feel part of your, of your community or of your company. And by staying on, on top of LinkedIn, that's the third uh, topic we could think of. If a business leader allows someone else to manage their individual profile, it could be a PA, it could be someone else, they still need to think and call the shots. 
in some cases, the business leaders would be surprised by actions that their PA has performed. Now, I <clears throat> listened to an episode you had with uh, Cyberbacker uh, mm-hmm. and Craig. Yeah, with the VAs, sure. Yes, it was very interesting. And in many cases, the VA are performing excellent work, but it's still your work in your responsibility as a leader mm-hmm. to guide them. It's your, it's your cost. It's, you need to call the shots and you, they need to reflect the way you'd like to, to use LinkedIn. Other than the, um, the PA, some of the board members that, that are on the board of your company sometimes don't mention the company, your company. In many cases, it's simply lack of attention. Try to provide them or guide them in a way that will reflect on their LinkedIn presence because it actually empowers and strengthens your own company and your own thought leadership. Most of what we mentioned now is simply attention. It's our job to help people understand that. Um, in, in, in what is something that someone who's listening to us right now, maybe an, something simple and actionable that they could do, uh, that they could improve their presence uh, or success on LinkedIn? I love that question, Josh. First thing, if you if you know who a deal prospect is, what action would you like that person to perform when they visit your profile? In your profile, your own individual profile rocks. And I've seen quite a few. Because the minute they go to your profile from the word go, they see the banner, they see the headline, and they're hooked. So the first suggestion would be to understand if we want people who visit our LinkedIn profile to reach out to us, have we provided them, Josh, with information that is likely to make them go and say, how do I get in touch with that person? And the sad truth is that in many cases, the executive listening to us have that information, but it's not necessarily reflected on their LinkedIn presence. Mm-hmm. In some cases, it's on the on the LinkedIn page, but the LinkedIn page is not that important unless you, you have you know, tens yeah. of thousands of, of employees. So start mm-hmm. with your own backyard, start with your profile and make them make your profile convert your ideal reader. Yeah. All right. So when you work with somebody, what does engagement usually look like? A series of questions, really, because no, no, no leader uh, has the same, um, the same needs. Uh, we often analyze their LinkedIn presence, their LinkedIn connections, their LinkedIn strategy. If they, if they done anything on LinkedIn and I ask a couple of questions about their business objectives and the metrics I want them to focus on our real life business metrics, Josh. That means revenues, inquiries, downloads, clients, and not LinkedIn metrics. Try to think of LinkedIn metrics as, as a black box. It's not important. If, you're, uh, if what you define as an interesting step would be an inquiry, then it's our job to make LinkedIn work for you and give you more qualified leads to go to that inquiry page or download some specific uh, element you have or maybe watch a video, whatever it is you have. You have a a wonderful series of of five videos uh, all your guests on the Thoughtful Entrepreneur can watch. Mm -hmm. So 
just find the content you, you want and see if there is a gap between what will help your ideal clients convert and what you're showing on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Then there may be additional layers, content strategy, connection strategy, all sorts of things. But it starts really with the basic, how would you measure success in three months? Yeah. Where do you, as I would imagine you get your, where, where do you get your clients from? Because <laughs> you've worked with quite a few. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you would, you'd be surprised or, or not, but 90% of my clients are referred to me. Yeah. Because um, I think relationships and networking is more important than LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I agree. Wrong, LinkedIn is, is very important, but it's the tool. It's like, you know, the, the virtual technology we're using. The important thing is to connect as individuals. Mm-hmm. And if we manage to keep in touch with people we've helped in the past, people we've worked with in the past, I found that referrals are less price sensitive. They tend to stay with us longer. And if we serve them in a good way, they're likelier to refer other people to us. Mm-hmm. So simply pick one side, either exposure or trust. Yeah. So your website, uh, danielalfon.com, that's A-L-F-O-N.com. When someone goes there, Daniel, what should they click on? What would you click on, Josh? No, no, for our friend. Right. I appreciate you're asking me, but what would you recommend that people do when they go there? Um, there are long form articles that are free to read and there's a cheat sheet, a giveaway, uh, helping them to improve their profile headline. And as you know, the profile headline is our most expensive real estate in terms of our profiles and many executives and many business leaders get it wrong. They would simply say, I'm the owner at such and such company, or I'm CEO or co-founder at XYZ. The name XYZ doesn't necessarily open the door. Yeah. All right. And that danielalfon.com. Daniel, thank you so much for having joined us. Thank you very much, Josh. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.